Hi, my name is Carly Anna, and you are listening to CE Over It. Hey guys, and welcome to this episode where we are gonna be having a little bit of a different type of chat than we did last week. Now, I always wanna keep this podcast really lighthearted, really real and authentic, but I also think at the same time, like I want this to be a place where we can talk about things that matter. And I want this, I think more than it to be even be a lighthearted podcast, I want this to be a podcast where we have real authentic I hate the word authentic. You're going to hear me say that every time I say authentic, but where we have deep conversations about what actually is happening in the creative industry and talk about things that need to be talked about and just share all the honesty that we possibly can. So today we're going to be talking about money and the stigma around making money that creatives oftentimes have, because it's kind of a interesting topic where there is one side where we feel like, okay, money is the root of all evil, especially with creatives. And like, if we want to charge a lot, then we feel like we're scamming people. And we feel like there's all of these unrealistic expectations with money, where it feels like the only way that we can be a successful quote unquote designer is to charge 10K or to be charging a lot or to get this big expensive client. And that feels really scammy and gross. But at the same time, we know we definitely need a more reasonable wage. I mean, how many of us have worked until 3 a.m., just trained to meet a deadline, or so, so overly tired, or crying our eyes out, or over-caffeinated, and yet when we wake up in the morning, our hard work that we just spent on all night, the love of labor that we poured our soul into <laughs> to try and make this client happy is definitely not reflected in our bank account and we're still struggling to pay bills. We're worried about the future. We would love to have a team, but I don't know, that doesn't sound like reasonable at all because hi, we're not even paying ourselves. Like we just want more time off. We just wanna spend more time with our family and we wanna have to not worry about these physical things like money and food and shelter and all that stuff like and, and that's totally 100% reasonable so we are stuck in this dilemma of wanting more money so that we can take time off we can hire more people but at the same time we don't want more money because it just feels like the more money that we've had and the more money we've earned in our business the more problems it brings into our lives and the more scammy we feel, and it feels like, oh my gosh, you know what, I just, that's not a priority to be spending and focusing that much money on money. Like, I, I need to be focusing and spending the time that I do have on my family or on traveling or on things that are not work-related, right? So we're going to be kind of diving into that dilemma, the two sides of money and having this conversation that I think really needs to be had in the creative community. You guys submitted a lot of really cool and awesome opinions and thoughts that you had and I'm excited to share and talk about this with you with you all. I originally wanted to put this in last in the last episode where we were talking about uh, times that the great lengths that clients went to just not pay you but 
honestly, you guys had so many good stories and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna do like a part two slash deeper conversation around this. <laughs> Where we're like, yeah, that was really fun and hilarious to talk about, but like, let's get to the heart of it too. Like, this is a serious conversation that I don't think is being talked about enough at all in the creative industry. Before we get into all the fun, deep stuff, let's talk about something a little bit lighthearted. Let's talk about what I've been eating, drinking, listening, watching, whatever. <laughs> all the stuff that I basically do while I'm designing or working to keep me sane and to keep me interested. So I always have snacks and drinks and listening to fun things and I love to hear what you guys do too. So this is what I've been into lately. First, what I have been listening to. I have been listening to, whoa, Olivia. Olivia Rodrigo, her album Sour, and it is so good, you guys. It is the breakup album that I really needed in high school that I never, ever got. And instead, I was just listening to old Taylor Swift reruns. But uh, it is absolutely fire. I am a 24-year-old woman that has been married for six years. I have two kids. I have a mortgage. I have a job. I have absolutely no reason to be this invested into a breakup album but I am invested and you know I'm invested truly when I decide to listen to this in my app, in my headphones over an audiobook. Uh, so yeah, it's really good. I really like it. And if you guys don't know the TikTok drama behind this album, it makes it 10 times better. I mean, this album musically is genius already. Seriously, it is the perfect high school breakup album but the story behind it is so good. So if you don't know, Olivia Rodrigo is the actress in High School Musical, the musical, the series, I think that's what it's called. And she was dating her co-star who they were, I think they're like the two, I don't know, I've never seen it, but I think they're like the two main characters in the show. And they were dating for a while and they broke up. And she came out with this song on TikTok first before she ever like, put anything really out there I think and she's like hey just how do you like this song and it was it was the song driver's license which I'm sure if you haven't if you haven't heard of that song already I'm sorry but you're living under a rock it's real real good and that's how she came up with the song driver's license um it was all about her and I think his name is Josh her other co-star or whatever that broke up and it went viral and it was so good. Da, da, da. And then, you know, obviously she's been slowly releasing songs about the breakup. And now she just has this whole beautiful album about breakups. But I also heard this TikTok theory that talks about how Olivia is coming out with an album called Sweet. And it's got all like the sweet parts of a relationship. And she's bundling all of that up into its own album. So she's gonna have a sweet album about all the good parts of a relationship and then a sour album about the breakups and the horrible parts of a relationship. And I was just mind blown, honestly, so genius. And I really, really hope that's true because that would be amazing. And I am, again, way too invested in this, but I love it. Okay, what have I been eating slash drinking? So the past two episodes I did a drink thing. So I'm gonna share a little food that I've been eating lately. So it's been really cold here lately. So I have been craving some hot stuff. So I picked up the pho at Costco. They come in these like little bowls. They're super easy to make, which is basically just like this Asian noodley soup, right? I mean, how can you go wrong with any type of Asian noodle? I would die for Asian noodles, low key and 100% I would. Me and my husband get 
Pad Thai takeout once a week and I'm not exaggerating, I would probably get it more. Sometimes we even get takeout and then I'll make it homemade, but it's never good homemade as takeout. Anyways, so it's been really cold here and what sounds better than like a hot soupy bowl of Asian noodles? And the one from Costco is really, really good. So I have been having that once a day, maybe twice a day. Honestly, if I can get away with it. And it is really, 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 really good. Okay, now let's get into today's topic where we're talking about money and charging more and the whole hustle culture that is really around small business owners and charging more and creating more money. And let's start off by first diving a little bit deeper into why I feel like this is important. Because I am obviously a fan of making more and charging more money. I mean, if you followed me at all on Instagram for any amount of time, I feel like you know right off the bat that I love helping to make other creatives more money. And I have a whole mastermind around 10K Girl Gang, charging 10K. And I want to help empower creatives to charge more. But at the same time, I do get and understand the whole stigma, not even the whole stigma, but there is definitely a culture around charging more and hustle and hustle. And money is the only metric of success that matters. And I'm not about that at all. I've been down that route before. I have been there so many times. In fact, the first like half of my business, I feel like that's all I really, really cared about. And it was so unhealthy for me. It got so bad that it got to a point last year where my friends and I were talking about, okay, you know, how are we going to improve our businesses? What do we actually want? What are the kind of goals that we were going to set in our businesses? Uh, because the pandemic had just hit. We had all committed to helping each other grow our businesses. I had just gotten out of a mastermind. And the reason I actually had stepped out is because the mastermind did its job. It did what it had promised me to do, which was being able to hire people and step more into the role of being a CEO. And I loved that. It was a great mastermind, but I had accomplished that. And I just, I didn't really have any more goals that I, I wanted to reach because while I had reached these goals that for so long I was desperately trying to reach, I was still really tired, even though I was only working like maybe four hours a day, you know, again, like on paper, all of these things that I was doing looked really awesome, looked really noteworthy and successful and all this stuff. But back to, you know, when my friends and I were talking and they asked, hey, Carly, what do you want to be working on? And I was like, I don't. And honestly, I didn't really have an answer for what my goals were. If you would have asked me like what my goals were, part of it was just be like to be done, but also be making the same amount of money that I'm making. <laughs> like I was just so burnt out, so tired, so done. I did not want that because it felt like I have all these goals and these things that I want to be doing. And I know in the deep core of my feelings and in my gut, I there's something more for me and I'm not maybe doing what I feel like I'm called to do. And also I know that how I'm working is not sustainable. I want more kids, I want more time. And like, there's something that's gotta change. And so far it doesn't really feel like money is the thing that's gonna help me change. Which instead of focusing more on your, my business, I really was like, okay, I'm gonna be focusing more on my personal life. And I'm just going to kind of stick it out with this job that I have. Like I like it and it's fine and it's making decent money. I'm hitting my goals, but like I've hit the goals I wanted to and that's it, time to flip it over and work on my personal life. 
When in reality, what I actually needed to do was I needed to match my personal goals and match my happiness and just who I was as a human and match those to my financial goals. That's what I really wanted to be doing. We're gonna be talking more about that in a second. But it, it was stagnating my growth because it had come to the point where I was just like, okay, well, I have you know gotten the money, I've reached all the money goals, and now I'm just going to you know, chill here. Like what else is there? I, <laughs> I don't want more money because that means I'm just gonna be more tired and that means I'm gonna have less time with my family and I don't want that. So I'm just gonna kind of sit here and be happy with where I'm at, which, is totally fine. I want to preface that. Like if that's in the position you're at and you truly are happy and you feel like, you know what, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I want to be. That is perfectly fine. And you are so valid for wanting that. But in my gut, I, I was unhappy and, and I knew that things needed to change. And now a year later, I'm doing more of exactly what I want to be doing. And it still feels crazy that I'm getting paid to do the things that I'm doing. I'm getting paid really well. I'm making money easily, but I'm also spending less time away from my work. It just feels like everything is magically working out to that point where you're like, wow, like what I have always dreamed of how work and how my life would be day to day, like that is actually happening. And we're finally there. And I do feel like focusing a healthy amount on money goals is an important part to getting to that place in your business in your life uh, where you feel that feeling of just peace and <laughs> and success whatever that definition of success is for you and here's why i think and believe that we should be focusing on money in our businesses and let's start this whole conversation because here's the thing Charging more, charging 10K, it doesn't need to be this new unrealistic standard of success. And instead, what it needs to be is it, it needs to be normalized. Charging 10K and charging more creatives making dang good money needs to be freaking normalized. Because I do feel like charging more, it changes the relationship between you and the client because the exchange of goods that needs to be happening between clients and between creatives needs to be more equal. Doing an entire website branding strategy and copy for $2,000 is not an equal exchange of goods. That's not fair to the designer. That's way too much work for such little amount of money. And let me say this too. Not only is you not charging more not fair for you, but it's also not fair for your client because A, when you are tired, overrun, feeling a little resentful towards your client, you're never gonna do your best work ever. And when you're not happy, your clients aren't happy. And then also B, when you don't charge enough for the value of what it is that you're doing, you're putting off this message to the world saying, hey, this isn't a, this isn't a value. This is where I'm seeing the value at only $2,000 or only whatever, you know, you are charging. And when we do that, the client is the first one to receive that message. So if you're having problems with clients respecting you, turning things in on time, giving you good, consistent feedback, and just not treating you 
like you're an order taker. We designers do not pay ourselves so much. And I am a huge fan of that. And I will preach that until the day that I die, that creatives need to earn more money. And I want 10K to be a more normal price. And that's part of the reason, honestly, why I talk about 10K so much and why I feel like charging more is so important is because people aren't trying, you know, money isn't about the money. It's not about, oh my gosh, yay, I did this amazing thing and look at me, now I'm a successful designer. Like that stuff is all good and great, but like it doesn't solve any real problems at the end of the day. What money is about and what charging more is really truly about is it's about what comes after the money, which is feeding our families, paying for education, or paying for retirement or saving up for retirement or paying our team in an ethical way. Like we need more good creatives with lots of money to do good things around the world. I don't want this to be a chat that discourages you or feels like, oh my gosh, I'm not charging enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not successful. I want this to be a chat that gets everybody talking and saying, yes, we need to charge more. This needs to be a more standardized thing. And honestly, just take this all with a grain of salt. I mean, who am I to tell you what you should and shouldn't charge? I just hope you feel as I do where creatives deserve to be charging more if they want. But I think that's the key word there, if you want, if it feels right to you, do it. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's get into what you guys thought about this because you had some really awesome responses to the question bubble I put on my Instagram. And as always, I want this to be a conversation between you and I. I don't want to just be me preaching my thoughts and my stories at you. So let's start. Here's one of the ones that I got that I really liked. So this person said, to be honest, it can be defeating when you're not booking 10K jobs because you see it posted everywhere. Like it's something that you should be doing to be deemed a successful designer, which I totally agree. I'm going to pause it right there. First, you are seen and heard. Sometimes it is really, really hard to see other people easily getting success when you are scraping and biting nails just to try and get your bills paid. I get it a hundred percent. Even if that's not like a goal that you want, it's just hard to see that everywhere and feel like something is possibly missing from your life, even if you don't feel like something is missing. So I, I get it. I feel you. And this is honestly why I mute most everybody I follow on Instagram because it's so hard to compare your own success to other people's success. Anytime I notice that about someone that I'm following, they're probably, they are amazing people. I follow them for a reason, but I just for my own mental health sake and for my own business success's sake, I just have to mute them. And if I start to set my goals based off of other people's goals, I'm never gonna reach them, right? Like I, if I'm setting a goal for 10K clients, or 10K, whatever. And this is something we work on in my 10K mastermind is like, Kate, why do we want 10K? Like, what is the reason behind it? And you have to be incredibly intentional about it or I don't feel like it's gonna happen in a super ethical, great way. Like we don't wanna hustle your way to 10K. Just because someone we follow on Instagram reached that goal, we shouldn't make it our own goal to have their goal. So there has to be a reason behind it. You know, these monetary goals. Okay, I'm gonna keep going. So I said, in reality, I'm doing amazing and I reached my first six figure year in 2020 without booking a 10K job, which is amazing, congratulations. That process may not work for everyone and for every business model. Instead, the messaging would be much more inclusive to have something surrounding booking jobs that you enjoy and that still pay you well, which I totally 100% agree. Um, and I just think that 
booking 10K feels a little bit more sustainable for most people. I do feel like, again, most people, most creatives are doing 10K work for 5K prices. Um, but she goes on to say, yeah, I don't know exactly how you communicate it, but it's defeating when it seems like you're not providing enough value if you're not charging 10K. And if you're not charging 10K, you're less than. I totally agree. And it's super not a good vibe to be feeling like that. Just my two cents. I have nothing against booking 10K jobs. It would be a dream to doing that consistently, but it's something that's just not feasible for every client. And that's totally okay. I'm still solving big problems and providing them with high quality work at a price I'm comfortable with. And so are they, which again, I totally agree with that. Just because somebody charges 10K, like I, I still to this day, to be completely honest with you, I'm gonna be charging, I charge 1K for certain things and I will still work for a client for 1K. I think, when, at least, I don't know, this is what I say. Like when I say I want 10K to be more normal for creatives, I say I want 10K work to be charged at 10K and I, I want things to be priced more ethically and reasonably. Again, too many creatives are doing 10K work for 5K or 1K or even $200. I'm going to work for $1,000 because, yeah, not everybody can afford $10,000 or for, you know, X amount of dollars or whatever. But for the $1,000 worth of work, I'm not going to be doing a whole custom website or a whole this or whatever. It's going to be like six hours of worth of work with no revisions. And it's going to be like a half day rate for me, for me and for my clients. And honestly, people at that level who have a budget of $1,000, which again, I totally get, like not everybody can afford $10,000 and should not pay $10,000, but those people also don't need $10,000 worth of work. What they probably need is maybe a strategy session and then a few hours worth of work afterwards or some direction or maybe um, just a quick logo or like, a day rate, something like that. Like they don't need the full thing, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, and so I'll, yeah, I'll do a thousand dollars, but it's going to be a half day rate or a full day rate for me. Um, and I have ways where people can work with me at every single level, but every single level of where people can work with me is, is, you know, appropriate for that level. If someone has a budget of two and a half thousand dollars, again, I'm gonna drill it into you guys. They don't need the full 10K custom beautiful experience. They need something that's gonna help them get them to the next step. And that's all they need. Okay, next message I got. So I feel like the get to 10K message condi conditions people to think that that's the only way to run a business success successfully online. Personally, I think that the success is different to every person and should be what we want, not a dollar amount that may or may not have significance or appeal to everyone. And I, I, I totally agree with this too. Like, um, it's something that I've had to really be careful with with my own messaging because I have my own mastermind of 10K girl game and it can get really tricky and sometimes I feel really weird about it where it's like 10K, 10K and it's like, Again, it's not about the 10K, but it is. The hard part about all this stuff where it's like, it's not about the money, but it is. Like we think about, okay, what what do you want in life? It's, it probably isn't like money, 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 right? It's probably spending more time with family or traveling. Like there's things that come before the money. But on the flip side of that, I think it's really, really hard to have more time with family, traveling, whatever it is our goals are without money. I have goals in my business to hit a million dollars, but my million dollar business is not about the million dollars. What I see when I see a million dollars in my business 
is I see more time with my family. That's the point when I finally get to profit share with my company and I want to share the wealth with them. That's the point when I get to hire an au pair for my family. You know what I mean? Like it's the time when we get to buy the house that we want to buy. Like it means so many more things for my family than just money. But it's hard to have those things that mean more without the money. But I think where that message gets lost is when people tell you to hustle and to sacrifice those things that do mean more to us, like passion, family, travel, freedom, for money. When I believe that the real way to get true success, true money that feels easy and feels fun is when you actually marry the two and you focus more on family and you focus, I feel like I keep saying family because that's the thing that really matters to me, but like whatever it is that you feel like is important and valuable to you, like you need to be focusing on that in order to create the money. Those two things can coexist and you should not sacrifice one for the other. They can both happily be a part of your life. I also think it starts to get dangerous when we associate money goals with just one way of doing things. Like, here's how to do blah, 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 and this is how you do it, and it feels really schemey, and it feels really slimy, and this is what everybody should be doing. Because I do think everybody needs more money, but should everybody be taking on money in the exact same way that everybody is doing and selling it in the same way everybody should be doing? Heck no. No, we need to find our own path to 10K, and And I also believe that the really only way and the best way, unless you want to hustle yourself to death and not be super happy, which I've done that too, um, is to find a way that feels really low, you know, comfortable for you. It feels really exciting. It feels fun. Like finding a way to charge 10K and to charge more should be fun and exciting for you. It should start to open up new doors. It shouldn't feel pressing and Like you're having to do things just for money's sakes and you're having to sell your soul. Oh, someone else had a comment about this too that I wanted to add in here. They said, hey, Carliana, tried to reply but ran out of room. (laughs) Haha, I honestly feel feel a bit over the 10K message. I love you and this is not discrediting, discrediting anything that you do in your courses, but about making 10K, it's not the end goal for me or for my clients actually. It's about balance. It's about my kids and it's about enjoying work. I feel like so many people are telling us we have to earn money to be successful, but what is success? And I think this goes along with this perfectly where it is not about the money, but at the same time, if we want more balance, it's a whole lot easier to do that with money, if that makes sense. I'm not talking about money in the way where it's like, oh, let's go get boats and let's do all these flashy things. It's like, I I hear and see so many people in my DMs of people who are just scrambling and dying, like just dying to pay their bills. And they can't save for retirement and they can't just live a normal freaking life because they're not getting paid what they deserve. Like how many times have you heard about the poor artist, the starving artist and how they don't ever get paid and working till the break, you know, midnight hours and da 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 and getting disrespected. Like that is always the creative story. And honestly, I'm just so sick of it. Like I truly believe that designers and creatives can change the world and solve huge problems. Like there's been so many studies that show that when creatives solve problems instead of business people or I don't even know other people that normally solve problems, it gets done in such a better ethical, more creative way. 
creative people are just naturally good problem solvers. And so of course, I think that they should be put in a place where they can solve big problems for people and they should be compensated for that. And so I think a question that we all need to ask ourselves is like, what does money actually mean to you? Because I'm totally agreeing with you guys where it's like, it's not about the money, but what does money mean to us? Like think about money in terms of what you already have. What are awesome things that you have in your life that you would love to see more of? Again, is it more time? Are you like wanting to have more games with who you're currently around? Would you love to travel more or stay in a fancier hotel next time? Like think about what you already have from this place of gratitude and expand upon that even more. And think about the bigger and better things that you get to do or could do. And who is the person that you could become along the way while you're trying to figure all this out and trying to reach those goals. Because it is possible to have both. I think we always think, okay, I have to either have happiness in my business and in my life, or I have to have money. And we can't have both. When in factuality, in factuality, is that a word? In fact, and actually, <laughs> in factuality, I'm making it a new word if it's not. I think that not only that not only can those two things coexist, but that they should and they do better when they do. That you actually become more successful when you're having more fun. And when you're having more happiness and fun and balance in your life, that's actually when money comes easier. I think we always want to tell ourselves, too, that money shouldn't be an easy thing that happens to us when it is not that way. Money should be an easy, fun thing that flows into our life and should bring us so much joy. It shouldn't be a slimy, schemy thing that oh, we are taught our entire lives that money is. Oh, here's another thought that I had, because you guys had lots of really, really good thoughts on this that that I had as people feel like, oh, you know, it just feels like hustle and grind culture, like do whatever you want until, or do whatever you can to reach that goal. And that goal is the only thing that matters, like sacrifice family, sacrifice this, you know, like the whole broke marketing culture that we've heard about a million times. And uh, again, I don't think we need to put our whole lives on hold until we reach X goal, whatever our monetary goal is that we've set on our lives. those problems and those internal issues, they affect the money that we bring in. And so if you're putting if you're putting pressure on yourself to reach a goal, and I'm talking about pressure in like the really unhealthy way, of course, there's like a really good form of pressure. I personally perform really, really good under pre- pressure. But there have been times where I'm like, if I don't do this, I'm gonna die and I'm not gonna be successful. Da, 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 da. It's like, okay, no. What kind of unreasonable amount of pressure are we putting on our lives and on ourselves right now in order to try and do the things that we're trying to do, right? Like our lives don't need to be put on hold to reach this goal. It's just going to make things worse. Okay, here's another DM that I got from a designer that I thought was a really cool perspective too that I just wanted to end with really quick. So this person said, I honestly found it super inspiring when we first started. I think it's confusing though at first. Um, I thought it was confusing at first though when I saw other new designers. Oh wait, I think it's, sorry, wait, I'm reading this wrong. I think it's confusing though at first. When I and other new designers, we first started seeing people talk about 10K as a flashy goal, but I didn't understand why this was the goal. Like why was that being set? Why 10K? I now know as a more experienced designer, it's because... 
That's like when you finally start making a good salary after expenses and after everything as a business and there's only so much time for so many projects in a year. So 10K is kind of a good start starting point for a great profitable business. And yes, this is exactly what I'm saying where it's like, okay, once you reach to 10K, that's when you can, you know, you can hire a team before you get to 10K, but that's when you start taking home good amount of money and profit and being able to hire a team. So you're not having to constantly be trading time for money. Like it's just the starting point, honestly, for a lot of designers. And I just think it, it's not this flashy standard of success that it is, but I do think it needs to be more normalized and it needs to start being a more normal thing because designers need to be paid more and they need to be compensated for the time and effort that they're putting into their businesses. And so I know this is a little bit more of a serious note, but I like having real conversations. I think with this whole podcast being really, really real, I think sometimes we're gonna have like really light and hearted fun conversations about funny stories and being really real about all that stuff. But also, you know, just like if we were having like a fun little sleepover, you know, it's like the wee hours of the morning, we're all really tired, but we're all having like the heart to heart conversations about things that matter. And I, I, don't, I don't want this to ever be like a how-to thing. I just kind of want it to be like a, a conversation starter for you, something to think about, for your mind to churn on a little bit as you're designing and um, hopefully bring a little bit of positivity into your brain and into your mind as you're working and feel empowered to charge more. Because yeah, I, I totally get the realities of and the pressures that are put on designers to charge more. Uh, and I don't think that that's healthy at all. But I want designers so badly from the bottom of my heart to be paid what they deserve because I, I've seen so many students, so many people in my life who desperately just want to be paid a reasonable wage and have a somewhat normal life and are struggling and fighting so hard to do that. And that's not okay. When is that ever okay for someone to be fighting and struggling so hard just to get paid. I don't think that we should have to sacrifice our passions and our balance in our life for getting paid. The f it shouldn't be an either or. It needs to be an and. It needs to be together. And um, yeah, so that's something I really get passionate about. And I'm sure it will come up a few times in the podcast. But let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Again, I want this to be the conversation starter. I don't want this to be a finished conversation. So come join me on the Instagram, the old Instagram. Uh, the podcast one is at CE over it podcast. And then my personal is Carly Anna, C-A-R-L-I-A-N-N-A, -N -N -A, Carly Anna with an underscore at the bottom or at the bottom at the end. Uh, and let me know what you think. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts and just to be talking about it more. Uh, I think the more we talk about it too, the more it gets out there, the more it gets normalized, the more healthy conversations get started again. I think more healthy people need to be having these conversations and not the bro marketing hustly people of the world. Also, just rate, subscribe, review. Um, I love you guys to death and I hope to see you next week.